Kale and Company, weekday mornings, 6 till 10. Kale and Company, fourth and final hour underway. Nick, Don, and Greg, Talk Radio 1210, WPHT. Of course, we're live on the free Odyssey app, and you can watch us on YouTube, as many of you like to do. YouTube.com slash at 1210WPHT. Hit the like and subscribe buttons. Morning Mystery Movie Clip coming up in just about 15 minutes. We have another $50 gift card to the Metro Diner. Part due of the cut sheet and also what's on tap for the Dawn Show today and who won Twitter today. All right. Um, speaking of Twitter, <laughs> uh, look, I, I am a guy who the moment I start to get fatigued, uh, exhausted, exacerbated by and from something or someone, I let it be known, and I, I am not loyal to a, a fault. I will jump ship if it's a losing cause. <laughs> Ron DeSantis, I'm out. Wow. Uh, this, is, this is quite the way to start a segment, that huh? That is correct. <laughs> Philadelphia Phillies, uh, postseason run. You failed to get back to the World Series. I'm done. Uh, Sixers, you got smoked on opening night. I'm done. I'm done with Elon Musk. I'm done with him. And I'm not, not, not in a real negative way. But I've just reached the point where I think I see and hear too much of Elon Musk. It, it, in some ways, it's like Sailor Twift, where it's just like enough is enough. Um, I think the Elon Musk idea, the, the novelty, the act that is, has kind of jumped the shark. And I appreciate what he has done for Twitter. I love the fact that he believes in free speech. Uh, he's also a guy that has said he voted for Joe Biden. So, you know, Elon Musk, there's some things where I'm like, okay, I'm on board with, and other things I disagree with. Well, it's the one-year anniversary. Uh, yesterday, I believe, was the official date of Elon Musk and his purchase of Twitter. And since he has purchased Twitter, I think, for the most part, as far as the actual usage and the everyday minutia that is Twitter and doing this for my job and being on it, much to the chagrin of Greg Stocker, I don't, too much. I don't think anything much. has changed on Twitter. I like these claims of uh, a rise in hate speech, and I, I don't see that stuff. Then again, I don't go out searching for it and looking for people that have an egg for an avatar or three followers shouting into the abyss. But the Wall Street Journal and Axios has kind of uh, quantified the decline of Twitter in this last year, now known as X. And by the way, I think. Going from Twitter to X was kind of stupid. The fact that you have to pay for a check mark, stupid. Um, I, but I get it. Capitalism, the whole bit. Uh, and now there's the idea that you might have to pay a dollar per year just for the basic function of being able to tweet. I also think that's stupid. Uh, but the Wall Street Journal and Axios reporting that uh, the daily active users on X has fallen from October of 2022 when he purchased it to October of 2023 by a percentage of 16%. Although X is saying it has momentum reporting this month its own data that show 1.5 million people signed up for X every day, up 4% from last year. In other key metrics, from October of last year to September of this year, Twitter's mobile app download fell by 38% globally. That is according to Axios. And in addition, U.S. mobile app downloads also plunged by 57% during the same period. Monthly active users fell by 18% in the U.S., and web traffic was down 7% globally, according to SimilarWeb. The average time spent on the site fell by just 2% 
globally during the third quarter. But, I, you know, the reason I bring this up, and it's not so much specifically about Twitter or X, but Elon Musk is in the news again when it comes to another website that is very popular. Not sure if people saw this, uh, but he has made an offer to purchase Wikipedia, which is, if you don't know what Wikipedia is, it's like a biography page for people or celebrities. I think, I think really anybody can have one if you're willing to create it and pay whatever it costs to create one. No, I don't think you can pay for it. Really? No, it's, it's crowdsourced. Okay. So they create it, and that's okay. the key to it is when it first came out, people said, no way, this will never work because it's, it's just crowdsourcing. And people can edit it on your behalf, and you have yeah. no say in that, right? Right, but yeah. you can submit... Um, you can submit and, you know, you can put in there, you can go in and edit and submit okay. documentation if they're wrong to appeal them to being, appeal okay, it. Misinformation. Mis- right. Okay. And that, so that's how it goes. And okay. It's, it's, but it's fascinating to me how it has evolved because initially people said this is horrible. Yeah. Actually it's, especially for, you know, th- reporting on issues uh-huh. or, or let's say science or anything. It's actually pretty good. Okay. So Elon Musk has offered Wikipedia $1 billion. This guy's way too much money. I, I know. This is why I'm so <laughs> sick of this guy. To change the name from Wikipedia. Yeah, I saw this. I think this was a joke, though, wasn't it? He, well, he's he's claiming... Don't say what he... Yeah, he just take out the W and replace it with, with a, a D. D. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's like, ha, oh, well, you used a D joke. That's funny. I did that when I was in like sixth grade, buddy. Um, the owner, the co-founder, uh, Jimmy Wales, said that the website is, quote, not for sale. Elon Musk wrote, I will give them a billion dollars if they change their name to insert the D in place of the W. Please add that to the low and in brackets, cow and poop emojis on my Wikipedia page. He continued in another post, in the interests of accuracy, he says. So I think he's claiming that the Elon Musk Wikipedia page is littered with inaccurate statements about, but again, Dawn, you just said you can appeal it, so like why he doesn't do that is He can go in and and appeal, not even appeal, he can go in and he can change it and he can even submit Whatever information mm-hmm. to refute whatever, because because yes, people can write stuff in there, yeah. and then somebody reviews it and no, that and, sort of thing. And but, think about how much with the internet, social media, and websites in the last year and a half. How many times have we heard the word misinformation or disinformation on this show? Like the the internet mm-hmm. is just littered with stuff with half truths and yeah, fallacies and all this other stuff. So he says, "I'll give them a billion dollars if they change it." And please add that to my Wikipedia page in the interest of fairness with all the other uh, crap that is posted on there. And uh, he goes on to say that you can always change it back after you collect, but I do expect a one year minimum of you changing the name from W to D. I mean, I'm not a fool. LOL, he wrote. Um, so I'm just at the point now at where, like, I'm done with Elon Musk. I, he's awful to listen to, which, like, we shouldn't do. There should be a mandate on this show. We will never put him on the cut sheet ever again. Unless he's running for president. Let's not hear from him. Here's the problem. He can't too. run for president. He's not born here. Well, Is he's, he's a billion dollar, or he's a billionaire troll he's got too much time on his hands and and he just he likes to he likes to do things to get headlines remember the yeah remember we all bought the 
the cage match that he was going to have with Mark Zuckerberg. Up, yeah. so and, and, you know, I was the only, I believe I was the only one on the show that said that that was never going to happen. Right. Um, and I said I would buy it if they fought. I would. He, he just likes to do things to get attention, and he has taken Twitter and r- literally run it into the ground. I don't mean from a content standpoint. I, to your point, what you just said. The metrics are the facts. I don't see any difference in my timelines or whatever, what I post. Right. I think having to subscribe to get the blue check mark is stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, but for for our part, to be a, you know, a radio station and post clips like we do every day... Um, it allows you to post longer videos. So, oh, does I, it? So, yeah. so that's how you've been able to post these eight minute clips. I from have our show. subscribed to it because mm-hmm. I can because we can post longer videos on it that that have been getting a lot of yeah because it used reactions. to be what, two so, minutes and twenty seconds was, was the max. Yeah. So so I just I was like, hey, if I just subscribe to this, I'll get to you know post longer videos. So yeah. That's that's what I've been doing. You put that on the Odyssey card, right? Um, sure. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't coming out of the stalker funds. Well, here's the, you hate that damn app. But here's the thing: yes, it's a, it's a, it's a necessary evil. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I do hate it. I hate that you and Dawn and Rich and Dom are on it as much as you are. Uh, you all shouldn't be, but you know, it's your thing. You can do whatever you want to. Um, uh, uh, but from a, just a a show promotion standpoint, I mm-hmm. think th- there's value in it. So I do see that from uh, that uh, f- from that lens. Yeah. It's just when I, I, I look at a lot of these people, whether it's – and I get it. You know, these people are celebrities. They're, they're multimillionaires. They're billionaires in some cases. It's just I, I get a – I have a shelf life. There's an expiration date on a lot of people for me. And, you know, it's like the DeSantis thing with the word woke and woke goes to die. He, like the woke thing is totally yeah, played out. He killed it. Like and, and no doubt about it, like the woke society and culture and the way of thinking and, and the way of life still exists – I just hate having to go down that road when we talk about those woke topics because DeSantis killed that word for the use of everybody else for the rest of civilization. Again, we're, it's a Friday. We're two days away from, uh, was it week eight of the NFL? Taylor Swift is going to be plastered all over your TV. And, and this is coming from somebody in radio who has been trained and told, play the hits. Mm-hmm. It's, there's a reason why we talk about Trump. There's a reason why we talk about you know, six or seven other different topics, and we recycle through them. Now, granted, some of the, the nuances and the facts might change. It could be a, you know, a Trump court case, or it could be a uh, Trump post on truth. But, you know, I get that you, you got to play what the audience wants. But from DeSantis using woke to Taylor Swift on my TV to Elon Musk, you know, just being a troll. It's just some of these people um, have, have run their course. And that's where I'm at with Elon yeah. Musk. So figured we would get that out of well, the way he, here. He, he doesn't, I mean, when he bought Twitter. And he, he's not an interesting guy, by the way. He, when he bought Twitter, he didn't seem to care about the the net loss that he was going to have for, which I kind of admired. He lost $22 billion. So, and he knew he wasn't going to make that up. So any way that he could to kind of monetize it. Look, I'm a capitalist, man. I, I make, make the money you want to. And I, by the way, I also believe if you own the company that that's your toy and you can do whatever you want with it people don't need to be on twitter right. i'd prefer that they weren't uh, so you know nobody's making you be on twitter so whatever he wanted to do with that i was fine with mm-hmm. it's just that he's uh, he's just made a lot of really really bad dumb mistakes with it and and it just it it doesn't seem like he knows a, a whole hell of a lot of what he's doing no with he's, this app which is least, odd because you know he's I mean? an incredibly bright guy right 
Like, you don't create Tesla and you don't start launching space shuttles. You know, stupid people don't do that stuff, right? You got to be pretty bright. And you're right. You are a capitalist because we have the tape to prove it. I'm a capitalist and a corporate whore. <laughs> we, have a, we, have a, we have a sound drop for everything on this show. You do. We it's do. really sad. It is. It's a reflection on my life more than anything. It's not meant to embarrass other people. It's just to point out my shortcomings. <laughs> All right. 9.15 Friday morning, 855-839-1210 if you want to get in. Uh, I've got a couple of crazy pilot and flight stories oh, to get yeah. to uh, before we get to part due of the cut sheet. But for those that are tuning in for the first time this morning, we've had a lot of serious conversation uh, in the first two and a half hours of the show from everything that's that, you know, the fallout of Israel, Hamas, to you know the 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 protests and where we draw the line with free speech versus banging on barricaded doors versus inflicting uh, physical harm to somebody, and then also the the fallout from the mass shooting in Maine as this suspect is still on the run. My big take this morning was really on all of the agenda and the narratives that come out of things like this from. Um, you know, my personal pet peeve of I don't like giving the shooter any glory, any credit, any airtime. I hate when they plaster up his photo. I hate when they keep repeating his name. That was part of the big take. To me, it's more about remembering the victims and making sure those names are the ones that get, if not equal coverage, more coverage. Um, And then also how we always go running back to our separate corners on this issue of mental health versus gun control and again, it's the media's sensationalism of this, because the way the media covers this, they will cover this story for far longer than they did the Alabama shooting or far longer than the Nashville school shooting, because they look for a few things to check off and it meets the certain criteria. Then they got to hammer and drum away and bang away at the fear. But the reality is this, and we played you Kamala Harris in the big take. Another piece of the agenda from the big take was referencing what australia did 27 years ago with mandatory keyword mandatory gun buybacks 650,000 of them and I, I really do believe in this country if if the left believed that they could get away with something like that in this country it would have been done by now because we know they want you to certainly give away and give back the ar-15s because the claim is well who really needs one of those to which my counter is You can have it as long as you're not mentally ill. Nobody should worry that you have an AR-15, especially if it's properly maintained and taken care of. So a lot of different things there on the big take with the day two fallout. And as I said before the big take, when Dawn was going through some of the updates with this in the six o'clock news, I my gut feeling on this story is that this is going to be one of those. And I hope they get him and they've got every agency known to man going after this guy. But they don't know if he's in Maine or Massachusetts or the Canadian border. He's crossed it. I mean, this is a guy that from everything we gather and the Daily Mail's done a great job of chronicling all of this. This was as sick and deranged as this guy is. He's also calculated like this was planned. This was plotted. Um, I mean, we're talking about, you know, allegations of being on a, a jet ski or some sort of water boat type thing. Um, this is a guy that is well trained, former military guy. So this is this is not a Danilo Cavalcante, uh, even though Cavalcante was a, a murderer prior to his escape. Um, this guy seems like he's got a blueprint and a map, whereas Cavalcante was just running through the woods and laying under mulch piles, so yeah. to speak. 
And that's the concern for me is that this is this is not a one week search. Knock on wood. I hope I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. This I can see this being like a month long. Yeah, this is a a smart, highly trained man who, unfortunately, I don't know what in the world you know happened to him. Yep. Where he went from training cadets at West Point, highly respected, and you know serving our country, and from that spirit to suffering with uh, major mental health problems had been going deaf. Um, you know, there are all these different reports yep. about that his girlfriend, had, his sister came out and said his girlfriend had broken up with him. He lost his job. I, I don't know what happened here. He snapped, mm-hmm. obviously, but that's just it, that this is somebody who has the, the skill set to, to vanish. Yeah, yeah. Yes, and take a lot of lives with him in the process, as we saw between the bowling alley, the bar, and then a few that made it to the hospital but didn't make it out alive. And now, I mean, this is a guy who is trained. I mean, he's about as good as it gets for right. for a forty year old on a, with a gun. Um, and you know, the other thing too, probably at this point, feels like he has nothing to lose. And that that's the scary part is like when you reach that point where you feel like you have nothing left to lose, and it's just like you know, you just pray that there's not more victims along the way. Well, they've said. Every expert I've seen who's who's talking about this says this kind of person, this kind of individual will never be taken alive. That was the quote that struck me. As in authorities will kill or he will wipe himself out once he knows he's cornered. One, one or the other. Okay. Like this is somebody who wouldn't, the profile of him, this personality would just go down, you know, go down in a spectacular Yep ending a blaze of glory Lori uh Lori wrote to us uh, about two hours ago on twitter she says uh, there's a condition with dementia called mes musical ear syndrome symptoms include hearing loss voices hearing sounds and music i'm not a doctor but knew someone with dementia she was that di- and she is diagnosed with all of these because there was reports that this guy you know had hearing issues right on yeah and, he's also uh, claiming he was hearing voices and yes. was hearing voices so um but he's 40 i i mean maybe he had some I mean, yeah, some has, disease. Yeah, I don't... yeah, dementia, stuff like that. Especially if he was in, you know, he was an army reservist. I, yeah. you know, maybe he had some sort of trauma. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know. But, right. um, uh, yeah, we don't know what we don't know what the situation is here. But um, it's incredibly sad. It really is. All right, eight five five eight three nine twelve ten. If you would like to climb in, part due of the cut sheet coming up in just about twelve minutes. But right now it's nine twenty one. So let's get to our morning mystery movie clip. And now, the morning mystery movie clip on Kalen Company. Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Look, I got you to record your ass. Record the out of you. Record. Uh, Rose? Uh-huh. So last time I talked to Chris, he told me your mama hypnotized him. Rod, just stop. Huh? I know why you're calling. Why is that? <laughs> it's kind of obvious, don't you think? That there's something between us? No, what you talking about, girl? I called you about Chris. No, Rod. Whenever we'd go out, I remember you looking at me. What the f***? No, Chris is my best friend. Hey, look, if you did something, you asked you. I didn't want to... Bah! God, she's so... She's a... God, she's a genius. Think you know what it is? Be call at 12 at 855-839-1210, and you could win this great prize. Ah, uh, the great prize today, a $50 gift card to the Metro Diner. If you can identify that movie clip, call her 12, 855-839-1210. I want to say that's about five or six years old. 
I saw it in the theater. It was pretty good. Uh, but if you got it, 855-839-1210, gift card to the Metro Diner. See if we get our winner on the other side. And then two flights from hell. It's Kale and Company. We're back after this on Talk Radio 1210, WPHD. It's Kale and Company On Demand from Talk Radio 1210, WPHD, and the free Odyssey app. Friday morning. Hopefully all of you having a great start to your Friday or perhaps your weekend. For all of you three-day weekend people out there, 855-839-1210, Twitter and Instagram at 1210WPHT. You can get us on the free Odyssey app and watch us on YouTube. All right, a couple of stories coming up in a moment, and then we'll get to part two of the cut sheet. But first, we've got our morning mystery movie clip winner on the line. It's Mike in Levittown, and I think he's identified the movie. Mike, what clip did we just play for you, sir? The movie is Get Out. That is correct. Yeah. Something I've been heard, I've been told many times by many people. <laughs> Get out. And uh, that is correct. So $50 gift card to the Metro Diner, Mike. Thank you. You are welcome. Enjoy it. We appreciate you playing and certainly for listening. I think, that, was that M. Night Shyamalan that made that movie, Get no, Out? No, it was um, the, the uh, key, uh, Peel. Uh, key J- Peel. J- Jordan Peel. Yeah, Jordan Peel. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. Pretty pretty decent movie. A little 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 goofy, but pretty good for the most part. So the fifty dollar gift card for the Metro Diner goes to Mike in Levittown. All right. Um, you know, when he goes to Metro Diner, there's a lot of things he can get. Um, maybe he can get an omelet with mushrooms in it. Maybe not toxic magic mushrooms like this crazy guy did in our next story. But uh, we've got two stories with flights from hell that I thought would be a fun way to <laughs> wrap up the end of the week. And I got to tell you, just in general, flying seems. Um, a bit um, contentious these days. I don't know if it's just a post-pandemic thing, um, but I always feel like we're seeing these stories about people acting up or getting rowdy on their flight. I mean, maybe it's just the social media era where we document and chronicle and post everything. But I do want to start with this one first. Uh, this is from the New York Post. As a crazed pilot named Joseph Emerson said that he took magic mushrooms before trying to down a flight, that according to federal authorities. Uh, This uh, just a few days ago in the uh, New York Post, the out-of-control airline pilot who tried to down an Alaskan Airlines flight mid-air told the authorities that he had taken magic mushrooms before the flight. My God as it was just revealed and emerged on Tuesday. This is coming off of the uh, story from about two, three weeks ago, where a pilot, a married pilot, was seen doing cocaine with a, uh, I don't know what to call her, a a hooker, but it's something in the, uh, the, the, the adult entertainment industry, and he was a married man, and he was all coked up on the flight. And now we've got a, um, a pilot on mushrooms, so Joseph, well, wait a minute. Would it be better if he's a single man pilot getting coked up? Well, apparently he was doing sex acts <laughs> with the. Uh, oh my goodness! Yeah, cool. yeah. So and no, that was not Hunter Biden. <laughs> uh, but Joseph Emerson, <laughs> Joseph Emerson, forty-four, an off-duty commercial airline pilot, went off the rails while sitting in the cockpit jump seat of a flight between Everett, Washington, and San Francisco on Sunday, trying to cut the fuel to the engines before he had to be held down by crew members. Even while restrained, Emerson tried to open the emergency doors on the Alaskan flight, which was being operated by Horizon Air, as the pilots frantically guided guided the craft to the ground. 
When he was later interviewed by police, he said he had a nervous breakdown wow. after not sleeping for 40 hours. That'll do it to you. Yeah. Uh, and t- uh, taking psychedelic mushrooms for the first time. Quote, I didn't feel okay. It seemed like the pilots weren't paying attention to what was going on. They didn't. It didn't seem right, Emerson told police, according to an affidavit obtained by the Post. Quote, you need to cut me off right now or it's going to be bad, he told a flight attendant after getting booted from the cockpit. I messed everything up. He tried to kill everybody, Emerson told the crew member. So you're. So this is a guy who hasn't slept in five days, uh, a guy who is on psychedelic mushrooms. And imagine being on that flight. And you're, you you got to deal with yeah, this type I, of thing. I, I can't imagine. I, I already have a fear of flying. See, I don't. Already. It's not the heights. It's not the fear of that the plane's going to go down. It's the fear of crazy people doing stupid stuff. Yeah. Well, clearly, <clears throat> you know, he knew about the policy not to drink alcohol. You know, because we've talked about the liquored up pilots. So he thought, you know, not for nothing. Uh-huh. With magic mushrooms. Yes. That's not in the manual, yes. technically. Correct. That's correct. <laughs> I can't imagine, uh, you know, as somebody who may or may not have done magic mushrooms in, <laughs> in, in his or her life. Uh, <laughs> um, I can't imagine piloting a plane oh <laughs> while, while I, I just... You know, I, I, I just, it's got good God. Some would argue after having magic mushrooms, you can't even turn on your Nintendo, much less fly a plane. Your Nintendo? What is this, 1992? Uh, you said, you know, back in the day. Okay. You might have, you know, I got you. No, yeah, NES, yeah. Nintendo Entertainment System. No, I got you. Speaking of alcohol, here's the second issue with the flight. Headline from the New York Post again, passenger claims JetBlue flight attendant denied her alcohol because she is a white woman. Uh-oh. Yes. A JetBlue passenger captured on video being removed from a flight after she claimed flight attendants denied her alcohol because she is a white woman. A flight attendant is heard telling the woman, who appears to be somewhat intoxicated, that she would not be served any alcohol. Quote, you never served me any alcohol, but you served the black people. And that's fine. End quote. The woman tells the crew member in a clip posted on our favorite app, TikTok. Quote, you're discriminated against me because I'm white, she is seen yelling before being told to please sit back down. Quote, I'm white and you don't like white people. Black life matters. White life matters. It's all peace and love, she continues in her rant from an aisle seat. Effed up, effed up. Wow, wow, wow. She keeps carrying on in front of fellow passengers and flight attendants. My guess is, having seen this video and read this story, is... She got cocktailed up in the lounge of the airport, probably drinking a bunch of $14 a shot drinks at the airport while she's waiting to board the flight. And I'm guessing she it, it probably was not a Bloody Mary that she had, which, by the way, I would argue, and I love a good Bloody Mary from time to time, but if you spend $18 on a Bloody Mary at an airport, you're insane. Because Bloody Marys, for the most part, unless they are made at home, are very, very low in alcohol. It's mostly a bunch of non-alcoholic stuff. You get like one shot of vodka in there, right? And then it's tomato juice, it's carrots, it's celery, it's salt, it's pepper, it's Tabasco sauce. I love a good blood because I love sp- I love spicy and I love salty and I love vodka. But I'm not spending eighteen bucks at an airport. Eighteen dollars. That's what they are at Philadelphia Airport. Uh, so you're being called out, Nick, on your uh, story about the pilot. Okay. It, it wasn't a pilot. It was a guy who broke in the cockpit. What, what story? Uh, about the guy on the mushrooms. The magic mushrooms? No, it's not. Hold on. Grab my sheet. I just tossed it in the can. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
No. Now he's digging through the can. No. Has he had a Bloody Mary? I, no, I mean, I just, I mean, nobody reads. Does nobody listen when I read? Joseph Emerson, 44, an off-duty commercial airline pilot, went off the rails while sitting in the cockpit jump seat. It's not a person. You don't get to sit in the cockpit uh, jump seat. I don't even know what a cockpit jump seat is. You don't get to sit in that if you're just uh, Greg Stocker. This is a story that I think I think we've discussed before, right? No, that this- it was... That this, this is a follow up, no, right? This, no, this it's just, just a different pilot. This, this just happened. No, the, the first pilot was the one who was doing cocaine. Yeah. Um, oh, okay, that was the. And he was doing sorry, the coke. Do, yeah, he was doing it off the of a hooker's pilot. butt. <laughs> off of a. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was taking rip, la, taking rips off of skin. A la hunter. Yes. Uh, style. Yeah, yeah. No, this is uh, the out of control airline yeah. pilot who sat down in an Alaskan Airlines flight midair. Yeah. Joseph Emerson. It's a police report. Yeah, forty-four off-duty commercial look, airline pilot. Look, don't yell at me. I'm just yeah. reading. I'm just no, reading comments. You know like, what? That's fine. The, here's the thing: there are so many of these crazed pilots. It's hard to keep yeah. track. I mean, tragically, it's hard to keep track of all of them. Yes. But yeah. Here's the police report. Yeah. Yeah. Forty-four. Yeah. Forty-four. Jefferson Emerson. Yeah. Police wrote up the report. He told them he took the magic mushrooms beforehand. I'm glad I never look at the comments on the YouTube chat. Yeah, I'm sorry that I do sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's great. Even it's while they, good radio. Even while they were trying to restrain him, yeah. he was still trying to open the emergency doors yeah. on the flight. Oh my god! He went forty. Stra- he went forty straight hours without sleep, and took mushrooms. I, I can't go a day without a nap. This guy went for the forty I mean, hours. If you think about that, if you average eight, most people say you want get eight hours of sleep. He basically had five straight nights of no sleep, and then he's doing mushrooms on top of it. You've obviously t- never you, you've obviously never done cocaine. <laughs> I have not. You can no. you can be up for days on cocaine. The riskiest guy I've ever been. I told you is when I took the gummy five years ago one time. Yeah, I know. I almost chewed off my face then. You're a rebel. I am. Is there a blood test or some test for magic mushrooms in your bloodstream? Acid, they can. I don't know about mushrooms, but for LSD, they can te- uh, check check hair sample. Really? Not that, not that I would know. Well, you're in soccer well-versed <laughs> in the uh, drug screening process, folks. You're taking notes at home. Yeah, yeah. It, it was the hardest to get, you know, because with pot, they used to do uh, uh, urine tests. Yeah. You, you used to be able to take this thing called niacin where it would, like, you would pee a lot and mm-hmm. it, would, it would get all the THC and everything out of your yeah. system. You remember the story back in the day with Michael Vick where he uh, he had somebody else pee for him to pass yeah, the test? absolutely. Because he was taking uh, it was marijuana? Look, I, you know, I'm a guy who knows a lot about a lot of things. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, you experimented a lot as a kid. No, 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 no. I'm just saying that I, I, I'm a guy who knows a lot about a lot of things. There's not, just, there's not one subject that I am an expert on, but there, I know a lot about a lot of different things. Well, some would say <clears> you're <throat> an expert on radio. Some would say that. Yeah. Well, this guy, here's the thing when we circle back, Jen Saki, maybe yeah, that's circling back, back yep. where this guy, another another guy, lived with his wife and his kids mm-hmm. in uh, the suburbs, right? And they were saying how uncharacteristic. Six months ago, he was diagnosed with depression. This is the mental health crisis once again with yeah. this guy, thank God. None of those, you know, passengers, like, thank God that they were able to restrain this dude. Mm-hmm. But- it's. I think that for years to come, we'll we'll be talking about the the pandemic, the shutdowns, yeah. the economy. Biden. This is all the impact of it. Yep. Shape rights. I'm getting high just listening to this conversation. <laughs> <laughs>
Lucky you. Some would say that getting high, uh, listening to the show while high is the best way to do it. Hey, <laughs> we're the only way to do it. It's a yeah. free. It's a cheap and free. It's a free high. Yeah. Then everybody's saying that pot stays in your your system for thirty days. Agreed. But if you flush your system out, how do you flush it? With, drink drink with more whiskey. Niacin. It's it, niacin. It's, yeah. It's it like it. <laughs> It's something that you can take that that makes you urinate a lot, and it gets all the toxins and stuff out of your system. Yeah, there you go. Stalker with uh, lots of tips, useful useful information. Tell for your me. sons to give me a call. <laughs> no, I'm I'm, I'm somebody boys. who knows. I'm, I'm somebody who knows a lot about a lot of things. My boys would never do anything like that. <laughs> all right. Sid uh, Sid says Greg wasn't experimenting. This the experiment was over. He was actively participating. That's <laughs> a very good point. It's a very good point. That's correct. By the way, you can get. Um, I'm looking this up because niacin is a form of vitamin B3. Mm-hmm. You can get niacin toxicity poisoning, so you better be careful. No, really. I, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I'm 43, and I, I, okay. I'm fine. So, so uh, I'm receiving texts right now, uh, not for hair follicle. It still stays no matter how much you pee or clean your system out. Let, wow. Gre- let Greg know. Who may or may not have, <laughs> have <laughs> Allegedly. Yeah. Okay. I, all right. I'm just telling you. Nobody I'm just cares. telling you. Nobody cares. I'm just telling you what... Some tricks uh, that tricks that, of the trade that people I may or may not have known in high school used. Yeah, see, that's, that's why I just drink. Vodka see, Catholic schools, Catholic schools could get away with a lot of stuff. So, like, if they thought you were, yeah, under the influence of something, they could. They they didn't care. They would they would test you right there on the spot. They tested at St. Pius. I've heard. I've heard. Okay. Wow. The now defunct St. Pius X. That's right. It's yeah. not there anymore. That's correct. All right, 940. <laughs> I ruined that school, too. <laughs> <laughs> you elevated a radio station after squashing a school. It all balances out. That's the way it works. Yep. Let's get to what's on the cut sheet part due. What's on the cut sheet? I do. What's on the cut sheet part due? Sponsored by Consumer Cellular. Consumer Cellular offers unlimited talk and text on every plan starting at $20 per month. Stay connected in rain, sleet, and snow with their premium nationwide 5G coverage with no contract and free activation. Visit ConsumerCellular.com to switch today. ConsumerCellular.com. Thank you, Consumer Cellular, for sponsoring the ever-important Friday edition of What's on the Cut Sheet Part 2. Let's go to TikTok, shall we? Have a little fun here uh, before we play some of the more heavy stuff that uh, I have on the Cut Sheet for Part 2. This queer activist, that's what he's called, don't shoot the messenger, says, uh, tells kids that puberty blockers are completely safe. Yeah. So let's keep getting our right. news and information from TikTok. It's doing super well for us as a society. Mm-hmm. Uh, Phil, this is cut 17, my friend. Let's talk gender-affirming care in minors. There's a lot of misinformation around gender-affirming care in minors. First of all, puberty blockers. Puberty blockers are safe, and interestingly, puberty blockers are given to cisgender kids now when little girls or little boys experience precocious puberty, meaning puberty very early, around like four, five, six, seven. They will be given puberty blockers to delay puberty, not prevent it, so that when they're closer to like, you know, 12, 13, they can get off the puberty blockers and then puberty happens as typical. As far as long-term fertility issues, puberty blockers have no link to long-term fertility issues. Mm -hmm. 
And trans young people are not getting gender reassignment surgery. They are not getting top surgery. They're not getting bottom surgery until they are 17, 18, sometimes 16 for top surgery, but they have to have parental consent, a medical team, and doctors are trained to weigh risk versus reward for their patients. And ultimately, these are private decisions, and there's so much misinformation out there. Make sure you talk to a trans person who's been through it before you like go on online. <laughs> Well, a couple of things. Number one, yes, uh, the, the puberty blockers, they're fine for you. They're delicious. They're just like the Flintstone gummy. You just keep popping a few. It's like those little airborne gummies you get at CVS. Uh, number two, why are all of these individuals, male or female, always seem like they're speed reading? You ever notice how fast they talk? Maybe he's on the magic mushroom cocaine. Yes. <laughs> they're like the Micro Machines guy from back in the day where he's running through that commercial and warp speed. Now, what's the deal with this guy? Because he's got a full beard. Yeah. I mean, is he? Is this guy? What what stage of a mental health breakdown is he? <laughs> is he trying to become a guy? I'm confused here. I maybe he's just a gay dude. He's just a gay dude. Okay. So, but he's so he hasn't gone through any of that personally. But he's just you know he's just relaying facts and information for the TikTok community. I mean, facts and information. Sure, I guess facts are the, in the eye of the beholder these right. days. Right. Um, so, I mean, this sounds like a credible source. So, you know, if, you, if you're considering, you know, just just go to TikTok and watch this guy with a ponytail and, a, and actually well, a nice beard. This is actually a, a larger problem uh, that we were discussing earlier when it comes to the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. What's happening in the Middle East mm -hmm. is that people look at people like that as credible sources. Yeah. And they say, well, I don't know. Some dude on TikTok told me that these are the, yeah. these are the facts, so yeah. it must be true. I'm telling you, man, this so, is why I don't want my daughters on TikTok. What's and so funny? Just, I didn't know that Greg Stockers also, according to Old Man Dudley, an expert on mechanical bulls. What? Stocker, you riding a bull? Do we have you riding a mechanical bull? Have you been in Montana West? What? <laughs> no. I, I, yeah, I, I've, you have video, I've been known please. to go to. I've been, I went to Montana West in the early 2000s. I think they had a mechanical bull up there. <laughs> yeah, that's. Sorry. Was that Quaker Town or something? Yeah, yeah it's right on 309. Oh gosh. Uh, it's not there anymore, by the way. It's like some. Uh, know, it's just deserted. No, it's some like a <gasps> Middle Eastern or not Middle Eastern, but some something. What? We have breaking news. What? The black bear has been captured. Nikhail, uh, you're safe. Ah, oh, damn! I was gonna kill it. What? No, he uh, wasn't. I was gonna get in the back of my truck oh, and uh, I'm a friendly. Get my shotgun and put my hat on. The so game commission just like Elmer Fudd. Aw, you would have cuddled with you. Yeah. Um. So uh, I this is the uh, Iranian foreign foreign minister. Uh, he warns the U.S. will not be spared if war in Gaza continues. So uh, well, sleep well, everybody. There you go. Uh, this is cut twenty-two, Phil. I say frankly to the American statesmen who are now managing the genocide in Palestine that we do not welcome to expansion of the war in the region. But I warn if the genocide in Gaza continues, they will not be spared from this fire. Oh, good. So Hamas kills a wow. bunch of Jews. The Jews and America respond. Americans have been hit now, I believe Dawn said, 19 different times. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So America responds by bombing things in Syria with ties to Iran. And Iran is saying... America, if you get involved, we will get involved. Sounds like everybody's already involved. It does, doesn't right? it? 
It's a war without a war. All right. Well, one more before we break here. Uh, John Kirby was on uh, with uh, George Stephanopoulos of Good Morning America this morning discussing what Dawn has been saying um, all morning in her news updates about the airstrikes in Syria. Uh, Kirby says that they were done very much in self-defense. So uh, this is cut 21. Joined now by top National Security Council spokesman John Kirby. John, thank you for joining us. Uh, you know, I, I, I want to get to that, but first we also have some breaking news. A, a rocket has hit apartment buildings in Tel Aviv. I have not seen those reports, uh, George. Uh, I, I'm not, not, not able to comment on that because you're just, just not aware of that. Tell it, what can you tell us about the retaliation last night on these Iranian-backed forces? Well, these, these strikes were very much done in self-defense. As you know, our, our forces and facilities had uh, come under uh, a range of attacks, uh, rocket attacks largely by these proxy groups but that are backed by Iran uh, in Iraq and in Syria. Uh, these strikes were in, uh, in self-defense for our ability to protect ourselves and our troops. I mean, they went right at uh, targets that were tied to the Iranian Revolutionary Guard Corps, the IRGC, that is resourcing, funding, training, and, and making capable all these proxy groups. Uh, these two targets went right at their storage facilities, weapons facilities, that kind of thing, uh, to try to get at their ability to do exactly that. Expect counter-retaliation from Iran? Well, we'll have to see. I mean, uh, cool. the, it's not uncommon for them to strike back. If they do, <laughs> we'll, we'll absolutely do what we have to do to protect our, our troops and our facilities. We'll be ready for that. Oh, my God. Yeah, so depressing. We're, we're in this. it, guys. There's no more speculation. Oh, yes. There's not any more speculation. Yes. We are in it. There's no doubt. World War Three is coming, folks. You know, so. Just tell, tell, uh, tell your boys, Don. I'll tell my son. We'll get ready for war because yep. this is going to go on for another twenty years. There you go. I might go home and watch Iron Eagle. <laughs> God. Yeah, remember that movie with of Louis course. Gossett yeah. Jr. Yeah. Chappie Sinclair. Great. Uh, by the way, I would argue just to add a little levity to the conversation because yeah. this is so just depressing to talk about. Sorry, Iron Eagle. Very underrated. It doesn't get the Top Gun love, nor should it. But I would say Iron Eagle, the, the first one. Yeah. The first one, the original. Yeah, 1986 or so? I believe so. Yeah. Great soundtrack, by the way, great, in that movie. Great, great movie. Twisted Sister. It's a good yep, album. Yep, yep. All right, that's what I got. All right, that's it. Part two of the cut sheet in the books. We'll come back, wrap it up on a Friday, find out what's on tap for the Dawn Show just 12 minutes out, and who won Twitter today. It's Kale and Company here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. But first, let me tell you about the Piazza Auto Group. Yesterday, I was out there sampling the Acura MDX, oh, by the way, 355 horsepower for a six-cylinder SUV. That's 55 horsepowers stronger than my Honda Ridgeline. Mazda CX-30, great steal, $35,000. It's $13,000 below the average price of a vehicle in 2023 in America. And also, I must admit, the fully electric Hyundai Ioniq 2024 you want to talk about like driving a vehicle with unbelievable technology? There's like no dashboard. They just have two iPads basically in front of you. It's remarkable. But let me tell you about the vehicle that I'm still in. It's the 2023 Honda Ridgeline. And the reason I'm telling you about it is because you can still cash in. You can still take advantage of 0.9% APR financing. Or if you're not in the market for a truck, that's fine. They've got you covered. The Honda Civic, the award-winning Honda Accord, the CRV, the Pilot is a gorgeous SUV. The Piazza Auto Group, 17 brands, 35 locations. So if you're not a truck person, that's fine. If Honda's not your cup of tea, 
Nissan, Mercedes-Benz, Acura, Jaguar, Alfa Romeo, Maserati, on down the list. It's my go-to for all things automotive. My sister is going to be getting a vehicle in a matter of days. Dawn, her boys, everybody's going there. So why don't you join us? PiazzaAutoGroup.com This is the Kale & Company Podcast from Talk Radio 1210 WPHD and on the free Odyssey app. Kale & Company, putting a bow on a Friday show. So during the commercial break, Nick, yeah, we got an email from Brian at King Shooters, King Shooter Supply. You know, oh yeah, here on 1210. Sure. He says we are listening to the show this morning, as we do every morning, and heard Nick mention he might like to purchase a handgun. That's correct. We would be honored to help him with this process. We would also be happy to provide private lessons for him or anyone from the show. Please feel free to contact me directly to discuss it if you're interested. Well, let's do it. I'm in. Awesome. King Shooter Supply. King Shooter Supply. You connect Thank my you, people Brian. with their people, and uh, yeah. we'll have meetings and conference rooms and Zooms or whatever we got to do these days. Never know who's listening. That's correct. That's right. yep. That is correct. I thought we were going to end the day with some uh, negative feedback. No, 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 no. This is a good This is a good thing. Oh. I mean, I can give you negative feedback if you want to. No, I don't sorry. really see any, though. I'm still fasting. I haven't had anything oh, in uh, 14 and a half hours. Poor baby. So yeah, well, right from here, you head to the doctors? Yeah, yeah. they got to stick me and then draw blood. I'm a tough stick, by the way. What that you mean? means you're you have small veins and or you may be dehydrated. I, well, I'm definitely not dehydrated because I drink a lot okay. of alkaline water, but I, I always have... Uh, they always have trouble, like, you know, the veins are very wiggly and the whole bit. And you know, I, yeah. they're going to give you, at least, well, I don't know the doctor you go to, but most doctors now, get, like, you can, they have you download an app and yeah. they put your blood work right on the app. Don't look at it until <laughs> until the doctor calls you and tells you, oh, yeah. because you're going to look at it and be like, what does this mean? What does this I mean? Know. It's elevated here. What does that mean? I'm going to Google this. What does yeah, this mean? Yeah, yeah, don't, don't, don't do that. It's the worst thing Let you can ever do. Right on, am I yes. correct in that? Yes. 100%. Yeah, because right. you don't know what you're looking at. Yeah. They do. And as soon as I'm done getting uh, the blood work done, I'm going to go buy a Wawa, grab a sandwich, maybe a little ham and cheese with mustard, and uh, <laughs> catch up on all the foods I haven't had in about 15 hours. Yeah. All right, the dawn shows up in about six minutes as we find out what's on tap at 10 o'clock. So right at 10 o'clock, a special guest. Uh, first of all, right at 10 o'clock, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to give an invitation, what I'm doing tonight, asking you to join me Uh-oh. for a very special evening. Wow. And we have the chief and the president of the Southeast Pennsylvania Police Chiefs Association, Chief Patrick Malloy. He's going to join us locally, talk about some of the great programs on a positive side of what's being done with community policing and as well, we'll talk about the great event this evening. Coming up at 11, in the 11 a.m. hour, we will have Betsy Brantner-Smith, our friend, of course, Nash, looking at national law enforcement. She has some important updates. And there's so much news breaking this Friday morning. So we'll have it all for you coming up. All right. The Dawn Show in about five minutes as we wrap up a Friday and another week with Who Won Twitter Today. Who Won Twitter. Marcus Aurelius with Twitter. He says, Nick, if uh, if a protest is 49% violent, is it still a mostly peaceful protest? <laughs> well, yes, technically it would be. 51% peaceful. <laughs> it's a very good question, though. <laughs> good point for Marcus. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to make a prediction on the uh, Eagles I do. commanders? I do. Uh, I'm seeing what? Six and a half, seven is the yeah, line? Yeah, I'm looking at, let me look at FanDuel real fast. Hang on. Talk, yeah. talk amongst yourselves. I think the, I, I want to say the total is forty three and a half. So right now the uh, the Eagles are favored minus seven. Yes, um, and the the over under is forty three and a half. Yes. Yeah, I, I like the Eagles in a very very close game. Big, really big win last week over Miami. A yeah. lot of hoopla. Kelly Green jerseys Sunday night. They're 
at Washington. At Washington, yeah. who typically will give the Eagles a tough game and the, one of the few teams that Jalen Hurts has not defeated or a team that I should say has defeated Jalen Hurts. I'll go 23-20 Eagles. 23-20. Yeah, get ready to sweat Philadelphia. 23-20 Eagles. So they don't so so that's the under, right? That's the under and not a cover. All right, I'm going to go 27-14 Eagles. And uh, that is the... Cover and an under. Yeah. Uh, is that under? Yeah, it's 41 yeah. points. Yeah, thank you. Yes. All right, Dawn, do you want to make a prediction? Well, it looks like Jalen Hurts, you know, the whole knee situation, because I was worried about that. So Jalen Hurts is going to be okay, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he should run the ball a little less. I agree. Self-preservation. So, I agree. I know. Um, I'm just thinking about the... My, give, us like a what, weird, give us like a weird, weird score. Like number? Not, you go like 1918 or something. <laughs> I love when people make those kind of... Like, how do you arrive at that number? Now, what did Greg say? This 20, is like the price is right. 27-14, Knicks 23-20. Yeah. <sighs> Sam Howe will make so, it. Uh, Eagles 27. I'll say... Tw- how about this? 27-17. 27-17. You got a cover and an over. 27-17. We win. Okay, over. of course. So, so Dawn's the only one... Going over for this for That's the uh, 43 and a half. So. Yep. Okay, cool. All right. That'll do it for us. Stay <laughs> tuned. The Dawn Show is coming up next. We're back on Monday morning at 6 a.m. Wait, 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 wait. Before we do this, what's the what's the pot up to? It's 40 bucks, uh, right? I, I'm in the hole. That's in all I know. Dawn's, in Dawn's favor. Yeah. All right. I owe everybody. Okay. I'm, <laughs> I'm leaking oil like Al Bundy's Dodge. Okay. <laughs> Dawn's coming up in two minutes. Yeah, Yeah. Dawn's up in two minutes. Great guest. All right, great guest, great show. Have a great weekend. We'll see you Monday at 6. Sick of you. I'm sick of all of this (laughs) I'm done with it. Start your day with Kale and Company. Weekday mornings, 6 till 10. On Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, and the free Odyssey app.